yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is heck of boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Yeah, so just talk into the mic because you've been whispering. <laughs> Anytime you talk about someone that lives here, you start. <laughs> and then, oh, and then Olivia did this. <laughs> Jesus. There are tens of people that are going to hear this. <laughs> well, at least with like Olivia, I'm not wanting her to hear or wake up usually when we're re- recording. Yeah. And I know it's not like she's going to go listen to the the podcast, at least not right away, hopefully. But you don't ever say anything that's like controversial. I know. And then with Annie, it's usually like, it's just me being dumb and just remembering like normally she's working while mm-hmm. we're recording. So the rest of the episodes, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And then we say Annie. I'm like, oh, that's right. Annie's on the oh, you meeting. Know what? She's not here, you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want Annie to hear this. She'll hear this on Sunday. And she listens to it like right away. Remember that time Annie farted? <laughs> just like she farted. I can't believe you told them. And yeah, no, Mike never did tell me that she farted. I'm sure no. she does. No. Well, this is how uh, this is stand up dads. This is Rob and Mike. Yeah, so we had some issues, audio issues on the last one. So hopefully that'll be fixed this time. I'll try to stop whispering. When <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, this time we are talking about sleepovers because yeah. your kid is getting into that age. Well, I mean, she's been asking for a couple of years. And mm-hmm. we did one with our friends, Matt and Jody, with their kids. Mm-hmm. And that was in the... I think the COVID year, we kind of made that as, you know, by the end of the year, once things were calming down, we we did that as like a special thing. Actually, no, it might have been the next year when mm-hmm. it still was kind of shut down, but trying to make it a special thing. But we've known them since Oli yeah. was like four. So that one was an easier call. But now that she's going into sixth grade and it's middle school and, you know, and other parents are like, you know, we, you know, can she come? We've mm-hmm. been like, no. Yeah, you know, you're just trying to be cautious. Well, did you do sleepovers as a kid? You know, I had one friend, Mike, to Jesus, I'd go to his house. So, the, and, that, and the reason I was able to do that was that family had been friends with us for so long and had kids that were all our age. So Barb, who's nine years older, had a, a mm-hmm. you know, a best friend to Jesus. And mm-hmm. Doug, seven years older, had a friend to Jesus. So, like, that made it probably the only reason why my mom allowed me to go and those were fun yeah you know see i never did i mean i went i think i went on my first one it was a cio basketball team we had a sleepover at the coach's house what I, wow we, yeah i think it's kind of weird i think it was because it was like we were in eighth grade and oh, it was okay. like a send-off kind of thing oh okay yeah that was my first time in a sleeping bag wow because i was very sheltered i remember we stayed up late and we watched a movie called zombie it's like an 80s version Oh, and I remember it because well, one I, we saw boobs, <laughs> which is a big deal in eighth grade. And weird that it was shown at the coach's well, yeah. house. Did he did, did he know or was I he? I have no idea. Was no. he was like whatever? It's yeah, I like think it was the, just a whatever. It's the eighties, like yeah, yeah. Stay you know, in here and don't come out. <laughs> that was a formula for the eighties. This movie's starting to suck. Show some boobs. Totally, yeah. And then I also remember that like there was a lady hiding in a bathroom or something. And one of the zombies like punched through the door. 
and there were all these splinters sticking out from the door and he mm. grabbed her by the hair and like slowly pulled her to where it like got in her eye. <laughs> I still remember that 40 years later. I mean, after that, I mean, the only reason I slept at someone's house was because I was too drunk to drive home. <laughs> Those were your sleepovers. It really was. <laughs> but, you know, when we did, that's when I learned how to TP and prank call. Oh, yeah, the prank calls. Yeah. yeah I forgot to about toilet papering places. Yeah. And I don't know. I asked Kim about it. And like the two things she remembered was, well, I got lice at one of them. She did? Oh, <laughs> she my God. She got lice at, a, at someone else's house. And the other part was she thought it was interesting that seeing how other people live. Yeah. Like these people have Coke for breakfast, not cocaine, just, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, she would have to go to church with them. Whereas you and I were raised with this. She was raised with no religion oh okay yeah so she would you know she's like yeah i got to see what it's like in a jehovah witness church i got to see what it's like in a lutheran church i got to and oh. i was like oh that's different yeah i don't remember plus or negative and you know anything about sleepovers other than the fact that we were usually be, usually being jackasses <laughs> well i know when i was little you know you know like you said in high school and stuff mostly I, not able to go home or you're yeah. part of a party or something but sometimes i got to go over like to Pendergast's house or yeah. you know and those were fun but in the when i go to mike's and you know when we were in like elementary and stuff which i still call grammar school but people laugh right. about it yeah that's what it is it was fun because it was stuff where it's like you're just left on your own so we'd be, you know you'd be like let's play board games let's read comic mm-hmm. books let's somebody's outside you know yeah. let's go play with them let's, mm-hmm. now we can actually play you know hide and seek and he had a dog stuff like that was a big deal totally. so i can see that and trying not to live totally in fear but still wanting to be safe mm-hmm. you know so i've been trying to get to know the parents of like her newer friends you know mm-hmm. that she wants to it seems like we're leaning towards we'll let them have a sleepover with the you know the parents that are okay with it we'll let them come over here or to, mm-hmm. you know, Melissa's house first mm-hmm. and then, you know, kind of ease our way into it that way. Okay. Well, I looked into both sides of this, so this okay. might help you make your decision. Yes. There are links to all these articles. First one's debate. Should you let your kids go on sleepovers? It didn't really give a whole lot of against. It's just kind of like you should really know the other people before you do. Yeah, absolutely. Eh, this one's not great for the against, but for the case four, people are worried that their kid's going to be uncomfortable. Well, uh, that's a good thing. I mean, yeah, you know, sleepovers help your kid. They have the opportunity to practice manners while testing social boundaries in new environments. That by itself leads to increased self-esteem and independence. Yeah, I know with Olivia, you know, there's a big thing with like us showing things that show we trust her. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I think with the getting to know the parents thing, you know, that's the hard thing is you don't know, like, until you get to know them, you want to know, like, when they're over, do you leave your kid home alone when you run somewhere? Like, stuff I I wouldn't want to have happen or, like, little things like that. If if you take them to the mall, you stay with them, right? Like, you don't wander away. (laughs) Like, things that you take for granted because you're there. My folks left me at home alone at 10. Well, yeah, in the, it, I, you know, I feel like it was different times. It wasn't, but. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a chance to see how other families run because, you know, you've only seen your own stuff. Yeah. And then they talk about compromise being a middle road where 
only let your kids sleep at the friend at the homes of close friends and family, which makes perfect sense. And don't schedule a sleepover unless you know the parents have a coffee date with them first. Yeah. You know, and I'm not counting. She gets a lot with her cousins. Like she's had that since she was little. So that counts. Yeah. And I'm sure the cousins do shit differently than you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this next one, this one's all against why we don't do sleepovers and what we do instead. It's from a website called Raising Arrows, and here's the grain of salt. It's from, it's pretty much a homeschooling site. Okay. So you already know where I stand on that. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of the against arguments are they don't trust the kids. Uh, uh, like the first one, lack of supervision. This is a quote from them. Children are hopelessly foolish. And I'm like, well. Give well, me if kids. you're going to treat them that way, they're exactly. going to be hopelessly foolish. It's a really negative view. Yeah. An entire night of little to no adult supervision is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it is. But you don't set it up that way, dipshit. Yeah, totally. And like some of it is okay, depending what they're left to do. You know, like you're like, oh, they're going to do stuff that they normally might not even do here, like making art or drawing or reading. Because at home, it's like, that's lame. But there it's like, ooh, you have comics. You have this. Yeah. Well, yeah. and here, like, here's one of their anecdotes. I once went to a slumber party where all the girls ended up in a knockdown, drag-out fight over something silly. Yeah, that fucking happens. Yeah, and it's an important thing, so they can yeah. learn how to adjust to that, yeah. And then, I don't want to put my young children in a difficult position without mom and dad to guide them through it. Okay, you don't put young children in there. No. I mean, they, they're, yeah. it's like a... Well, that's where it becomes, like, what they consider young. It may be... 18 and under. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then they bring up one which bums me out, opposite sex siblings. And it's a bleak outlook, but it is something to consider that, you know, they say, remember, most sexual abuse comes from people you know, and it's awfully simply a ma- often simply a matter of opportunity. Oh, no, I always worry about that. Yeah, and I pay attention Yeah, if there's another kid in the house or, like or yeah, you don't know. Like, yeah, who else is going to be there? Is there some uncle visiting or some buddy yeah. visiting yeah yeah uncle touchy got out of jail this week Who yeah here? oh okay. he's gonna be there like yeah no i think that's valid i would want to know that like is it anyone else gonna be there you know and then peer-to-peer socialization without parameters they're totally setting up like this straw man where it's like this is horrible it's like, yeah you do set parameters dipshit yeah you have to it's a control freak thing because they're like they need access to your parents when they're having emotional stuff it's like Your kids are more capable than you think. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, Oli just wants to know that she can, like, I can call you if I need to. Exactly. But then she don't. She just wants to know. There's your safety net. Yeah. And they're saying that the safety net does not exist in a sleepover environment. Yeah, it's because you're a shitty parent. No, yeah, that's because you're not setting up a way for them And I'm not to saying, call if they need to, like, yeah. if, in case they were. And I'm not yay sleepover. I just yeah. don't like these arguments that they're giving. Yeah. I actually agree with this one that there are better ways to do it. Children don't need sleepovers to be well-adjusted individuals. I get it. Yeah. There's plenty of other ways to interact and have fun. And that's where they come up with alternatives. And this one I actually kind of like. They call it a half sleepover. Yeah. Have the kids come over. You know, they can even show up in their pajamas and have fun. But then at midnight, get the fuck out. So because, you know, after that, is it really that much fun sleeping? This is true. Yeah. I like that idea. The next one. It's called family sleepovers. Oh, the whole family comes. Uh, With certain families, we will plan a family sleepover, and we often host entire families in our home overnight. That sounds way too close to, like, setting up a wife swap. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, when Ole stayed at their house, Matt and Jody's, I had said at that time, well, I'm just going to crash on the couch. And she was like, you need to leave and you need to, or it doesn't count. Yeah. The sleepover doesn't count if you're not, she's, I basically, I had a time limit. I had to leave. She's like, you have to be gone by nine. Mm-hmm. And then it's all right. Fair <laughs> enough, it's true. But you know what? We did do an alternate this year, kind of building up to it. We did a vacation mm-hmm. with her best friend and their family. Exactly. And what we did and we surprised them is we got them their own room mm-hmm. and it was next to ours. Cool. So we just told them like, you know, you got to make sure your front door is locked. This door in between us is also locked unless you need us just knock. We're going to be having an orgy. <laughs> well, you know, they had their, the other, the, her parents had the, another room that just yeah. wasn't connected, but ours, I just, you know, we wanted one that was like, in case you guys freak out, and they didn't. But yeah. the idea that we were there. Just knowing it's there. Yeah, made them feel like, oh, but it was a thing, like fun. Like they got to well, like hang out, get ready together, be in there watching TV and goofing mm-hmm. off, you know. Well, along those lines, they talk about going camping with other families. Yeah, there you go. But they're staying in your tent. Or even put them in their kid's tent. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, they get a separate thing. Whoever wrote this is definitely a control freak. Yeah. And they talk about just having a plain old party. You know, have it run late, whatever. Then here is uh, 10 reasons why sleepovers are great for kids. It's a chance for kids to try something new. So put them in a new environment so they can experience new foods and new ways of living. Like we were talking about, you know, yeah. going to the church thing or yeah. seeing how they do breakfast and all that. You know, Mr. Smith poops with the door open. Yeah. Chance to make new friends, gets kids and adults out of their comfort zones. I think that's important for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Opportunity to learn social boundaries, which... Kids know not to act like an asshole at someone else's house, usually. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, teachers seem to like my kid. And I'm like, really? He doesn't act like this in your class? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Independence. You know, they do need that sense of independence. Self-advocacy. I like this one because at a sleepover, they can't rely on you every time they need something. Yeah. And it's a big step in personal development to get them used to doing them things for themselves. Yeah. So it seems like a simple thing that if they need to use the bathroom, they have to have the confidence to say... Hey, where's your bathroom? Or, you know, yeah. just something like that. Or else they're just going to piss themselves because they're too afraid. I know that happened to me in first grade. I was too shy to ask to go to the bathroom, so I peed my pants. Um, I peed my pants because that rotten teacher wouldn't let me go. I said, I need to go to the bathroom. And she says, no, you don't. So I got stuck sitting in the corner and peeing and then trying to hide. No one caught me, but it was like, she was horrible. She liked me. Yeah, she uh, would have <laughs> let you go. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hated that lady. What a rotten lady. I didn't have any problems with her. (laughs) Kids are better behaved than you think. We already went through this. It builds trust because kids are more likely to trust and respect you if you show some trust in them. Yeah. And it's a chance for them to demonstrate responsibility. And also, you know what? If it's at your place, you can see how they act and you can also see how their friends are. It's like, oh, this kid's a fucking asshole. You are not hanging out with this kid anymore. Yeah, yeah. Finally, it's just fun. Yeah. I like that it helps them because we did that with Olivia since she was little, like starting like at restaurants and stuff like mm-hmm. you want that you order it. And now yeah. when she goes places, we usually let her if we go with a friend or a cousin, they they'll get their own table yeah. and they all do their ordering and she loves doing that. And then they can they'll go ask and who the fuck ordered surf and turf? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, no, that's been a big deal where she's like, I don't want to be on the kids menu. Yeah. Like, dang it, come on, it's mm-hmm. the same portion. Save us some money. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, especially like at Studio Movie Girl, I don't want to order off the kids menu. Yeah. I'm like, man, I order off it if they'll <laughs> let me get away with it. It's the same pizza. <laughs> You're a child. Yeah. But yeah. it's the same pizza. It's just like five bucks cheaper. That's true. Well, <laughs> now that we've convinced you to consider a sleepover, now I'm going to tell you some of the bad stuff that can happen at sleepovers. Yeah. This is going to terrify you. No, I'm always, yeah, I have, I don't know. If, let's see if it's worse than what I already would have in my head. Ten-year-old girls at slumber party fight off naked man who allegedly broke in and assaulted them. <sighs> now, it's a good thing I never became a writer because I would have written 10-year-old girls at slumber party beat off naked man who allegedly <laughs> broke in and assaulted them. <sighs> so this happened in Clovis a couple years ago. Two 10-year-old girls at a slumber party fought off a naked man who allegedly broke into the home and sexually assaulted them. Jesus. Timothy J. Picard, 26, of Fresno, was arrested and faces charges of lewd and lascivious acts with a minor under 14, first-degree burglary, and violating his probation. What so, is wrong with people? Like, I don't understand yeah, so that stuff. Broke in at 1230 in the morning at, uh, through an open window and woke the girls up by inappropriately touching them and they fought them off. That's one of those cases where it's a good thing there were two kids. Cause yeah. There's no way one kid's going to hold off. a. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, having that extra kid may have saved him because I yeah. doubt he was like, "Ooh, this one's coming over today. Yeah. But yeah, that just kind of sucked. But they did arrest the guy. He got out, but the CHP had a patrol airplane, and they were able to catch him. Mm. Now, this one is messed up because it's the people you should be trusting that are causing the problems. Yeah. Two preteens arrested in violent assault and torture of a girl at sleepover. Oh, my God. This happened in March of this year. Two 12-year-old Indiana girls allegedly attacked another girl during a sleepover, burning her with cigarettes, shaving her head, and sitting on top of her to prevent her from breathing. What the hell? Yeah. Part of the savage attack was caught on video and shared on social media. (sighs) They tortured her, mentally, physically tortured my daughter, and it's not right, said the mom. One girl has been charged with three felonies, the juvenile equivalents of criminal confinement, resulting in seriously bodily, serious bodily injury, Intimidation with a deadly weapon and battery resulting in a serious bodily injury. And the other girl How is, not is this yet happening when it's like, yeah, it's supposed to be friends. Like, yeah. Well, sometimes people are dicks. Yeah. And then there's a comic, Matt Bronger. He's yeah. one of my favorites. Funny guy. He talks about a uh, sleepover event he had when he was like 19. Here goes. Um, I was 19. Uh, and so was my friend Brian. And uh, his mom was out of town. So it's time for malt liquor and weed. Right? <laughs> and when you have malt liquor and weed and you're 19, you don't need anyone else besides your buddy. Two people in a house. Right? We cranked the stereo, we danced around, we got drunk, we got high. Two guys alone. That's not gay, <laughs> or so we thought. And I mean, dancing, full on dancing throughout the house, right? Not even, not even considering, you know, how, how homoerotic that might appear to somebody. And it, 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 it rolled around uh, 2, 2.30 in the morning. And we're like, all right, let's go to bed. Uh, he's like, all right, you sleep in my mom's room. I'll sleep down in the basement where my bedroom is. So I go to his mom's room. He goes down in the basement. And I hear him clearly say from the basement, dude, what the fuck? But not to me. And I'm like, what? And he, I go down there. He was talking to me. He's holding a can of Guinness that he brought back from Ireland with a pull tab up, right? And he's like, dude, I brought this back from Dublin. Why did you drink this? And I'm like, I didn't, man. And he's like, 
don't fuck with me. And I'm like, I didn't. And he's like, well, okay. Why did you make that couch up like a bed with a blanket and a pillow? And I'm like, I didn't do that. And he's like, dude, don't fuck with me. And I'm like, hey, you don't fuck with me. And we literally went from, hey, don't fuck with me, to, come on, seriously, to, please. Please tell me you did that. Please. I will pay you any money if you admit to that. Please. And then we just realized, holy shit, someone's in the house. Okay? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets a bat. I get a frying pan. Because evidently that poon sound is awesome to me when I hit someone in the head with my frying pan. I'm a frying pan commando. And we're going through the house, the drunkest, most high, two-man, shitty SWAT team you've ever heard of. Like, walking through the house, like, doing hand signs, like, fist up. No, stop. Go over there. Over there. Two people. Sounds like it's a book. Like, what do you say? I don't know what I'm saying. And we're going like door to door, like closets. And every time we open a closet or a pantry, one of us is on the door, the other one's on frying pan or bat duty. And it's a minor heart attack every time. Like one, yeah. two, oh God. Okay, no one's in there. Okay, thank God. Right? And we went through the whole house. I mean, we looked in fucking photo albums. Nothing. We couldn't find anything, right? And we finally just drop our weapons and go, okay, it's a ghost. And ghosts are real. All right. We've decided ghosts are real. We start talking to the ghost. Hey, ghost, listen. Have a great night. Drink all the beer you want. Enjoy the bed. Didn't know you could feel material things or drink alcohol. But hey, live it up, man. Right? We're going to go to bed. And we went to bed. That's how tired we were. Like, I don't know, I could get stabbed in the night, but I just really need to go to sleep, dude. I'm so tired. I go to his mom's room. He goes to bed in the basement. We sleep the night through. I wake up in the morning. I get up, and I hear Brian coming up the stairs from the basement. And I hear him say, hey, how's it going there? I'm nowhere near him. I go around the corner, and there's a little homeless girl picking at a scab on her hand, staring at nothing. She walks out the screen door and out of our lives forever. She was in the house the whole night! The whole night! In the house! She was in the house the whole night! (laughs) Holy fuck! I love looking at your face through that whole thing where you just look terrified. Oh my god, it's a nightmare to be like yelling at each other and then realize someone's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and how creepy to just see a girl that walks off yeah. like that. Uh, hey, how's it going there? <laughs> if after all this you decide you want to host a slumber party <laughs> or a sleepover. I like that midnight one. Or the camping sounds cool, even though I hate camping. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Bless you. Dang it. Uh, allergy. Okay, so here, it's a, there's a link in there. There's more. Damn it. Look in the light. Damn it. Okay. Stick a finger up your butt. Oh, that's hiccups. Ew. What? Apparently, you can hear hiccups no, by sticking who, a finger in who the Who told you that? I don't and know. And then stuck their finger up your butt. <laughs> and y'all, it's not stopping. Wait a minute. <laughs> 
Clearly, I don't get hiccups enough. Yeah, who told uh, you that? And then you're like, <laughs> wait a minute. You're like, That's it's, not been, it's been an hour. <laughs> you can, I think you can take it. No, no, no. No, the hiccups are going to stop. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, so there's a link. It was a priest from, from school. <laughs> I wasn't cute enough. <laughs> There was a link. It's in there. 10 tips for hosting a successful sleepover. And they do it. Speaking of priests, 10 commandment style. Did that happen to you at a sleepover? No. <laughs> God damn it. Stopping the hiccups with a finger up your butt. Look it up. It's true. <laughs> okay. So commandment number one, you shall not host a sleepover until your child is truly ready, which that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Why, why would you even want to do it if the kid wasn't telling you blue and want to have one you know well and they talk about kids as young as five young as five could probably handle a small overnight visit with family you know yeah absolutely grandma, grandpa or cousins or whatever that's yeah fine. yeah olivia's done that forever with the cousins mm-hmm. a good compromise could be a half sleepover where they guests wear pajamas have fun and then leave around nine yeah i think i was five or six when i got to go to to Mike, his okay. house, yeah. And you, yeah, they were family friends way yeah. before, yeah, before yeah. you were born. Yeah, they had been friends, yeah, yeah like 20 years Chances or Chances are Mike's mom changed your diaper at one time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure of it. You shall limit the guest list. Well, yeah, of course. Pretty yeah. much, it's funny, the quote they have, you must have a play date with, with them at least once to get to know them, and let's be honest, make sure you don't hate them. Hating during the day is much easier than hating at night. <laughs> And I don't like the at least once. Like well, it's like you gotta get to well, know people. But yeah, at least. But yeah. you can get a good feeling, you know. Unless it's like it's some Eddie Haskell type kid that's just like, "Hello, Mister Gray." You know. Yeah, yeah. That you shall honor your guest parents, and mm-hmm. in this, it's just yeah. You know, obviously, don't give ribs to a vegetarian family's kid. Yes. Yeah. But more than that, just invitations should clearly state drop-off and pickup times, whether meals are going to be included, what the kids should bring, like sleeping bag or pillow, or if you have all that, and a little info about the supervision and planned activities, plus a contact number. Just to set it at ease, I'd feel better if a parent gave me all that stuff. Yeah. This one seems like common sense. You shall not offer sugary treats or heavy foods an hour before bedtime. Avoid any food that might upset someone's already nervous away from home tummy. Yeah. Because remember, it's going to be you cleaning up their vomit out of the grout. (laughs) (laughs) You shall relax about the activities. The best activities allow everyone to get involved, unlike a video game. Say we're only one or two can play. Yeah. So, because yeah, that sucks. It's like being the odd man out. Yeah. You shall be nearby and have a code. So tell your kid, like if things are getting out of hand, you know, give them a code like, hey, hey, mom, what time is it? Yeah. And there you go. Um, You know, okay, I got to get in here and see what's going on. Yeah. And that way they don't feel like, you know, they don't look like the rat. Yeah. You shall honor the level sleeping field. So don't put one kid on the bed and everyone else are on the floor. Oh, yeah. that's not So right. everyone yeah. should be, you know, in yeah. a similar sleeping position. You shall make sleep possible. Let them yeah. know when the lights out is going to happen. And they say a dad's deep and scarier voice is essential at the final, final lights out time. Yeah. You shall prepare for forgotten toothbrushes and sudden exits. So have extra sleeping bags, pillows, yeah. all that. And finally, you shall not say, oh, come pick them up whenever, because I know some people will abuse that <laughs> and roll in around six the next day. <laughs> oh, how was he? Fucking 
Uh, well, if unless you mean it, yeah, unless you're cool with them, like actually being, because I've done that even with their cousins, yeah. where it's like we'll keep them as long, and usually yeah. it's like, usually it's like they're letting, like, all right, you can keep them longer, so because so, they're having fun, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, don't say it if you don't mean it. Like, yeah. be aware of your wording. Yeah, because my in-laws will watch the kids, and it's expected that we're there by eleven. Yeah, and yeah, that's fine. But yeah. it's like, hey, great, thanks for watching them. Yeah. So I think it all comes down to common sense. If it doesn't feel right, it's not right. But at the same time, if you're just if it doesn't feel right because you're a control freak, maybe take a look at that. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And hello, Mike got a new kitten. And yeah. It's on the table. Jinx the new kitten. Hello. I thought he had gone to sleep, and then he decided to jump up here right now like, I'm not asleep. <laughs> and apparently he poops bigger than he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I don't know. He looks pretty skinny to me, so he must have just gone. It, it makes no sense, yeah. It's like his entire body size is pooped. <laughs> well, speaking of poop, that brings us to... Here's a story about a bad daddy. <laughs> so we just had 4th of July... And unfortunately, we had another shooting over at Highland Park. I didn't see that one. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Oh, fuck. I've yeah. been trying to avoid the the news. I will allow it to ruin my day and, and everyone's around. No, I'm going to ruin your day right now. So a 21-year-old kid shot at a 4th of July parade oh and God. killed seven people. And two of the people were a couple and their two-year-old was wandering around didn't know what to do because his parents were dead oh my god the bad dad here is that kid's dad because dad helped highland park suspect by a gun even after the kid threatened to kill everyone oh my god so why would you do that chris cavelli spokesman for the lake county major crime task force said in a press conference tuesday that a family member reported robert e crimo the third's alleged threat to police into september of 2019 and that was that he threatened to kill everybody Unfortunately, he was not arrested after the incident because no one, including family, was willing to move forward on a complaint. Oh, my God. But after that incident, police took 16 knives, a dagger, a sword from the family home. Jesus. The father of the kid got them back because he said they belonged to him and uh, they were kept in his son's closet for safekeeping. So the kid, the dad covered got it, the kid. Got it back for his son. Uh, this is just knives. But if your kid is obsessed with knives as a teenager... Yeah, yeah. Get a shrink. Yeah, I mean, something's seriously. going on. Police said the alleged shooter applied for a gun license in December of 2019 at the age of 19. And the application was sponsored by the subject father because he was under 21 years old. Yeah, now he's arrested and, and seven people are dead and a bunch of people are hurt because, you know, America. <sighs> Cremo and his wife hired attorney Steve Greenberg... And he's been in the news recently because he was uh, representing R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so this whole thing with the guns has got to stop. Yeah, I, there's, I, there's no reason that anybody needs any sort of... No 21-year-old need No 19-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And no, no freaking assault weaponry no. and all that. Like, it's ridiculous. Like... You know, I used to I used to feel like if you needed it and you wanted that and you were willing to like have insurance on it and and take like six months to be vetted to get something that. like that, yeah, that's fine. But I'm getting to the point where I'm like, just why? Yeah. You know, if it's defense, you could keep 
a regular gun on you, you know, and and be licensed. And I just don't understand how people don't think they want to even be vetted. They want to just be able to get it like I you know. could go grab a soda, you know. I know. Well, anyway, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. Email us, the dads at gmail.com. Subscribe, rate us, review us, tell a friend. It's how the show grows. Uh, if you want to hire someone to draw a picture or make an animation of a naked dude sneaking into a slumber party, who would they reach out to? Uh, <laughs> that son of a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, Mike Gray, Pencil for Hire. You can go to PencilForHire.com or Pencil for Hire on Instagram. Uh, if you need some energy to get yourself prepared for a slumber party, check out our sponsor, the Seattle Gummy Company. Click the link in the show notes, enter the code STANDUPDADS15 and get 15% off your order. So what they sell is high-energy mocha shots. You get all the caffeine in a cup of coffee five times faster for half the price of what you would spend for a cup of coffee at one of those chain market pla- uh, coffee places. <laughs> get shit done. Yep, Uh, (laughs) Seattle Gummy Company, stand-up dad tested and approved, get shit done. And finally, check out my side project, The Gag on This Podcast. We interview comics from all over the country and have a blast doing it. This week, we're interviewing the comedian Rock Allen. It's going to be fun. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. The thing I want to say is, thank you all for coming. Bye-bye.